Good morning. You're just in time. Welcome to the St. Gabriel Cafe, your sacred space to sip on today's local blend of faithful encouragement. Let's start our day together. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm Amanda Miller. I'm Dave Orsborn. We're so excited to have you with us here in the St. Gabriel Cafe, our local and live morning show. Cam Clutter, as always, is our barista, and this hour we will be joined by Father Paul Marich, the promoter of the rosary for the Dominican province of St. Joseph, and Father Stephen Alcott, pastor of St. Patrick's. We're going to be celebrating the Feast of All Dominican Saints, but prior to that, we will be praying the Holy Rosary for the intention of the defeat of Issue 1. So, Father Paul, if you could please start us with the Holy Rosary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell and lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. The first sorrowful mystery is the agony in the garden. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, and save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. The second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning with thorns. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. The fourth sorrowful mystery, the carrying of the cross. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. The fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, 
pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need of your mercy. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. O God, whose only begotten Son, by his life, death, and resurrection, has purchased for us the rewards of eternal life. Grant, we beseech thee, that by meditating upon these mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Friends, thanks for praying this rosary with us. We'll be right back with Father Stephen and Father Paul to talk about some of our favorite Dominican saints. Stay with us. A prayer for Ohio. Ever-living God, you give life and desire a future for all of your children. Take hold of our nation, state, and community, and awaken in every heart awe for the gift of life. Send your Spirit to strengthen us with wisdom and fortitude as we defend mothers and children in Ohio from laws that disregard their health and safety. Mary and Joseph trusted in you and welcomed Jesus into our broken world. Father, we ask their intercession to protect the preborn and their mothers and to guide all parents in raising their children. May they help us build a civilization of love by upholding the sacredness of life, preserving parental rights, and walking with pregnant women in need. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady, Mother of the Family, pray for us. St. Joseph, Protector of the Unborn, pray for us. Do you have a minute for lasting happiness? Living virtuously is the way to freedom, happiness, and holiness. To grow in virtue, 
We must learn about it, practice it, and persevere in it. This is what the saints have achieved with excellence. An excellent example of the virtue of responsibility is seen in St. Pius V. He lived responsibility heroically by fulfilling his duties as Pope. He made sweeping reforms in the Vatican, simplifying and reorganizing the life of the Church. He encouraged the faithful across Europe to pray the Rosary, leading Christians to victory in a great naval battle against the Turks. This Battle of Lepanto saved Christian Europe from being conquered. Let us ask St. Pius V to pray for us, that we too may grow in responsibility. Educate yourself in virtue. Learn more at educationinvirtue.com. I'm Lori Crock, and this is a Holy and Healthy Minute. Our Catholic faith is a tangible sensory experience of both body and soul. In the Holy Mass, we smell the incense, we touch the holy water, we taste and see body and blood of Christ, and we hear and respond to the sound of beautiful music. Sacred scripture also overflows with sensory illusion. From Matthew 11, he who has ears ought to hear. Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 2 Corinthians 2, for we are the aroma of Christ. Matthew 8, and Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him saying, I will be clean. Psalm 34, O taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, give us a greater appreciation for our physical senses that heighten our piety and deepen our love for you. Amen. Welcome back, friends. I'm Amanda Miller. I'm Dave Orsborn, and welcome back to the St. Gabriel Cafe. Father Stephen Alcott and Father Paul Marich, OPs, original preachers, are in the cafe. <laughs> All right. How you guys doing? All right. Doing very well. Thanks for praying the rosary with us. Absolutely. Uh, it was beautiful. And today is a very special feast day. All the Dominican saints. That's right. Just uh, about a week after the church celebrated All Saints, mm-hmm. now we have our own feast day for all of our own Dominican saints. And this is common. A number of orders uh, in the church throughout November have their own day set aside for all the saints for their order. And just like how we have All Souls Day after All Saints Day, today's All Dominican Saints, and then tomorrow's All Dominican Souls. Mm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Do we have any idea how many canonized Dominicans there are? Not a whole lot. There's a lot of blesseds. Uh, Dominicans, there's a joke that Dominicans don't, uh, that we haven't always been as proactive in uh, getting our saints canonized. Uh, <laughs> just like, uh, Father, you were saying St. Margaret Costello, how long did it take her to? Uh, 701 years right. before and, she finally got canonized. And if, uh, we've been praying in, in the, over the last month in anticipation of today and Election Day, the Dominican, the litany of Dominican saints and blesseds. There's a lot of blesseds on there. So mm-hmm. if you need a miracle, Turn to a Dominican blessed. We could, uh, you know, maybe we can get that cause, you know, and get them them canonized. But I think up until, um, at least into the 20th century, there were only about 20 to 25 canonized saints. And then some of our more recent popes have canonized some, especially Dominican martyrs. Mm -hmm. So the number has gone up. But uh, traditionally, it was actually a rather low number of canonized saints. Well, we'll talk about um, St. Dominic, of course. But if you had to choose one blessed among that army of uh, blesseds, who would it be? Well, I like Blessed Frangelico. He's uh, mm. he's oh, a great yes. uh, a great uh, you know saint for uh, 
uh, well, not a, not a canon. Yeah. I saying he's a blessed, but I, I trust he's in heaven. But you know what he his preaching through art, and yeah. there's a sense of his artwork has a contemplative aspect to it. It, it seems to go beyond the limits of this earth and, and touches into heaven. And there's just something uh, so special in how he's impacted uh, Western art uh, mm-hmm. and Christian art. Right outside the studio window is a Fra Angelico, which right. was a gift actually right. from the Dominican friars oh, at St. Patrick's. Right. And of course, so. blessed Pier, uh, Pier Giorgio Frassati, you know, 20th century yeah. blessed. Um, there's a, a great cause for him, you know, hoping that he'll one day be canonized, but he's one of the more recent powerhouse blesseds of the order. I think he's one of the patrons of World uh, Youth Day, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Father Stephen? Uh, 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 St. Margaret of Costello. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very fortunate to be able to be involved in the whole process for her canonization. Um, she was just canonized in, in 2021. Um, and part of that, uh, the way a saint is canonized, uh, there's a postulator, uh, someone who's who's responsible for collecting a lot of information about the saint, a devotion of the saint, and the history of the saint, and the writings of the saint. But they also look at what devotion is there to the saint in different parts of the world. And so I, I wrote a report about devotion to St. Margaret in the uh, United States, since I'm, I'm helping with the St. Margaret of Costello Guild, which is a, uh, a national um, organization that promotes devotion to her. So it was nice to be able to submit that report of you know, the people that have devotion to her, the artwork that's been done in her honor, the books that have been written about her. Um, and then that got submitted to the, the, the congregation for the causes of saints in Rome. And then Pope Francis decided to canonize her. But so I, I just, but I love Margaret, not just because I helped with that, but because she's such a wonderful example of cheerfulness in the midst of difficulty mm. and, and, uh, and, and trial in her life. Nothing could simply overcome her cheerfulness. Let's go to St. Dominic, mm-hmm. and then we'll kind of work through chronologically, so we'll right. come back to uh, um, St. Margaret. St. Dominic, founder. founder. And there's something to be said about when you're a founder of an order, that there's that grace, that charism of, of founding that is, you know, that, not every member has, you know, it's something specific just to him. There's also uh, this understanding of St. Dominic where you could see him as like, you know, being the, the founder of the order, the first Dominican, but then all of us who have been called to the Dominican way of life did in a way our vocation is in his, because had he not responded mm-hmm. to that call from God, none of us would have had our vocation or we would have had something else. We may have been Franciscans, Father Stephen. <laughs> mm, Speaking, possible. Well, we're both alumni of, of Franciscan University. That's right, we are. So, uh, we are. But, yes. but there is that, you know, in a way that, you know, you could say in a sense that every Dominican vocation is in St. Dominic or there, right. what we talk about in, you know, Christ's grace of headship, how every grace that we receive comes from Christ himself. It goes to the body there's that in an analogous sense with St. Dominic as well. Every grace of, a Domin- of any Dominican vocation starts with him as the head of the order, you could say, and then goes to all of us, the, the members of, of that order. And so there is, you know, we all turn to him that we see in the life of St. Dominic something that we want to emulate. You know, we see his love for the word, that desire to preach for that salvation of souls, that all of us who have responded to the call to be a Dominican may, and there may have been other Dominican saints that inspired us, but there's got to be something there 
in Dominic that we want to emulate, that we want to follow if we're going to embrace this way of life. So I think that, yes, every one of, you know, we'll have devotions to several Dominican saints, but there's got to be some devotion to St. Dominic or else we wouldn't have joined Mm -hmm. the order in the first place. Mm -hmm. So historical context, 13th century. Right. Spain. Mm-hmm. Well, born in Spain, but then the founding of the order and the inspiration for the order was in southern France. Okay. I don't he, think I knew that. He was okay. on a journey with his bishop. Uh, they were in the process of arranging a, a marriage between Christian nobles, and and that was when Dominic was traveling in southern France because he was a canon in Spain, which would have meant he was pretty much staying at his cathedral and not traveling much. You know, so the, the thought of him traveling was a rare thing, but had he not been traveling, he would not have encountered the Albigensian heresy and received that inspiration to found this order to preach, because why were the Albigensians in error? They had no one to preach to them, and that was what inspired St. Dominic. And what was their heresy? They had a heresy that was a form of Gnosticism for the medieval time, or or later, you could say an update of the Manichaean heresy that St. Augustine had to deal with during his time that really has this negative view of the body that sees the body as evil, that sees uh, the greatest thing would be for the soul to be released from this prison of the body. And with the Albigensian heresy, you know, the one thing that drew people to them was because they lived what they, what they taught. Whereas in the Catholic world at that time and among members of the clergy, there was some laxity. There was a lot of hypocrisy. People weren't living the faith as they were called to. But then people were drawn to the Albigensians because, well, they were, as it seemed, authentic. And St. Dominic saw the need to, f- to form a, a type of religious life that was faithful to the gospel, that was going to be strong in its practice of the faith, that that was what would be needed to draw people you know, to stay faithful to the Catholic faith and not be led astray to this heresy. And so that was, uh, and, and that was the, the Albigensians as well, they were not rooted in the truth. And that was St. Dominic's desire. We need to preach the truth, preach the truth mm. to bring souls to Christ away from this false teaching and to, and to live in the light of the truth. When was the last time you ran into an Albigensian? Um, I don't know. It's been a while. Actually, never. <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll say Dominicans won, Albigensians nil, right? We can say that. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, then who's next on our list? I'm looking at it chronologically. Is it St. Hyacinth? Well, actually, uh, on St. Dominic we would say he's a good patron for the culture of life. We're talking about, uh, obviously the, uh, election today, um, mm-hmm. a very, uh, important referendum on, on life. Mm-hmm. Why, why would, um, St. Dominic be a good patron? Um, as, as Father Paul was just saying, the Albigensians really had a culture of death, you know, a culture of denigration of the human body, um, a culture that, um, because the, one of the, the strange flip side of the Albigensian heresy, the, 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 the Cathari, the pure ones, um, who it kind of attracted people, would, would do rigorous penances, would fast and sometimes starve themselves to death. And people said, wow, these people are serious. But the flip side of that was that if you weren't one of the Cathari, you could just do whatever you wanted with your body. You could party, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. So there's this strange kind of, 
you know, um, whichever way you would you would follow in th- within that heresy, really the body doesn't matter, um, which is kind of what we're facing today in many in many ways of society. The body is something to be used; it's something <clears throat> to be shaped according to your own will. Um, even persons who get in the way um, are expendable, you know. So, uh, so so Saint Dominic, I think, is a great patron for the culture of life because. He saw that every single person is made in the image of God. And he had a passion, a passion not just for people in general, but for people in particular. Um, one of the key moments in his mission in, uh, was that on that trip through southern France, he, he and the bishop stayed at an inn overnight. And there was an innkeeper who had become convinced that the Albigensian way was the right way. And Dominic spent all night um, conversing with this innkeeper you know, urgently in, encouraging him, talking with him, answering his objections, so that by the time the morning light dawned, uh, this innkeeper had come back to the Christian faith. Um, so that's an example, and you'll see that, and you'll see that passion of Dominic, that desire uh, for the truth, the desire for every single soul, um, that desire to, for every soul to see themselves as truly an image of God, not just in their soul, but in their body. You'll see that echoed through all of the Dominican saints. I love that, that thread that goes on now, you know, mm-hmm. for how many centuries? Eight, Over eight, eight. centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love it. St. Hyacinth. Mm-hmm. Polish Dominican. So he was at around the same time as St. Dominic. In fact, he received the habit from St. Dominic in Rome while he was traveling in Rome because, you know, this whole sense of the founder and the order then branching off, St. Dominic, you know, saw the need that we couldn't, couldn't keep the order contained. You know, this wasn't just a Spanish order or a French order. This was meant to be an order for the whole church. And we're an international order. You know, we are found all throughout the world. And so, but who who's going to bring the order to other parts of the world? You need other friars to do that. And so St. Dominic gave the habit to St. Hyacinth, who was a, a Polish priest, and his brother, Czesław. So they were biological brothers. They received the habit, and then they went back to Poland and founded the order there. And this is something that's a very key aspect of our order is that we keep spreading, you know, that we don't stay comfortable in one, for both for the individual friar, you know, we don't stay mm-hmm. at an assignment forever, you know, we move on, but then also for the order itself, it's not meant to be just contained to one place, but keep spreading, because that's what has to happen with the word. And so St. Hyacinth goes back to Poland and establishes the order in Poland, but he's, you know, the, the story of his life that's perhaps most famous is during an attack on his town when um, when a Tartar, a Tartar invasion was coming and the Dominican church was threatened. And so St. Hyacinth, the good priest that he was, went to retrieve the Blessed Sacrament out of the tabernacle in case the church had been vandalized or destroyed. And as he was walking, so he got the Blessed Sacrament, and as he was walking past a statue of Our Lady, and this it was reported it was a very, you know, a stone statue, very heavy, it would have been impossible for one person to carry, he heard a lady's voice say, will you leave me here as well? Aww. And so and he, he's, <laughs> he's thinking, well, oh my, uh, 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 there's no way I can carry this statue. And the voice said, pick me up and I will be as light as a feather. And so he picks the statue up, and so he carries Our Lady out as well. But then, how is St. Hyacinth depicted in artwork? He's a Dominican. He's in Dominican habit. 
Under one arm, he has the Blessed Sacrament. Under one arm, he has Our Lady. That's isn't, awesome. Isn't that Come a power? <laughs> Come on. Can yeah. you imagine being depicted like that in the re- like for the rest of forever until eternity? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, what is this? How do you live the Christian life? There. <laughs> yes, that's, you know, that's exactly Eucharist and the Our Lady. Image. So, you know, and even today, you know, very, with, you know, the election today, we've been doing at St. Patrick's, we had an all-night adoration vigil, and it's continuing until tonight at 8.30. So it's been just continuous adoration. But you know, for Dominicans, our love for the Eucharist, you know, that not just in that devotion of saints like St. Saint Hyacinth, but then really a Eucharistic theology that was developed by St. Thomas Aquinas and then even in our uh, in our, our way of life, just praying the Liturgy of the Hours before the Blessed Sacrament, our own love for Eucharistic adoration, you know, and that was something we wanted to do then as a Dominican parish uh, for today's election is, you know, we're we're pulling out the, the powerhouse adoration today, you know, to pray for the defeat of this issue. So if our friends wanted to join you, you said it's until... 8.30 this 8:30 evening. 8.30 at mm-hmm. St. Patrick's. Yes. Okay. Excellent. I have to spend more time with St. Hyacinth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was just thinking about how you don't really meet anybody with the name Hyacinth today, too. So I was right. like... You know, tuck that in my back. Pocket. We've had a couple. A couple you, of, when you have a boy, is yeah, that what sure, you're thinking? Yeah. sure. A couple of our in the Polish is Jacek. So you talk to any of the Polish Dominican friars. That that's a very popular uh, uh, religious name for the Dominican friars in Poland. But we've had a couple of some of our uh, younger priests in the province have taken Hyacinth as their religious name because it's. You know, they hear that story of the Eucharist and Our Lady. It's like, come on, come so, on! Right. I want that's you as it. my patron. So. <laughs> All right, next on our list, uh, St. Rose of uh, Lima, mm-hmm. or if you're in Ohio, it's Lima. <laughs> um, St. Rose of Lima, a contemporary of St. Martin de Porres. That's right. So this was you know, in Lima, Peru. At the same time, you actually had, it was St. Martin, St. Rose, and then there was another saint, St. Juan Macias, who was a Dominican lay brother, a cooperator brother, but they, you had three Dominican saints all living in the same city at the same time. So you had a lot of holiness going on. Uh, a lot of graces were moving. But St. Rose, you know, she's her name was Isabella by birth, but she took on the name Rose, you know, as a, as a religious name as, as she was known. And she was known for her extraordinary beauty, but she wanted to give that beauty over to Christ. And she lived then a life of very, you know, severe penance, uh, in a way to hide that physical beauty, but as a way then to show the inner beauty that truly exists, existed on her, exists on her soul. So that was the, uh, you know, one of the stories of St. Rose. And then she would have been, you know, similar to St. Catherine of Siena, uh, mm-hmm. Dominican uh, tertiary third order sister, you know, that uh, today what we would know is like the active sisters who are involved in ministry and, uh, you know, not in a cloister. And so that was part of her, uh, you know, her draw to the Dominican life and wanting to follow the way of St. Dominic. But, you know, even though she was blessed with extraordinary gifts in this life and material beauty, she wanted that focus to be on the inner beauty that existed in her soul. And that's why she embraced this life of penance. Yeah, and she had, even though she lived somewhat, uh, uh, you know, she lived a life of, of simplicity and poverty and she didn't want to be seen, nevertheless, there's a sense in which the people of the city really loved her. They realized, even though she's not, you know, 
doesn't make herself the center of attention. They realized her holiness and, and they loved her very much. And, and she, uh, I think it, you know, at, at her, at her funeral, like scores and, and hundreds of people turned out for that. Mm-hmm. And it shows to me that, you know, sometimes, you know, to be a witness of, 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 of Christ and of his goodness and his beauty, you don't have to be out there. You don't have to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So and that's true of many of our, of, of, of uh, cloistered religious, you know, of any religious order, they, <clears throat> they're not out there in the middle. They, they're often live a somewhat hidden life, but, but they're so important. They're so important to the very, to the very life of the church and their prayer and their, and their work and their love and in their witness. Mm-hmm. Father Paul, you had said that during her time, there was three, mm-hmm. three Dominican saints mm-hmm. in her area. And there's this idea of, you know, God raises up saints for whatever right. is going on in the world. Um, so was this also the Albertensian heresy? No, this or is much. Else? This is what much later. On? This is the uh, 16th century. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're at a, and this had been after now the time of, you know, the beginning of of colonization in the New World because they're okay. in Peru, and you had Dominican missionaries coming over to the New World. So again, this is part of that spreading of, of the word. You know, but it we're now beyond the. Uh, the days of St. Dominic with the Albigensian heresy and as the Dominican order continues its mission of preaching, mm-hmm. you know, and wherever they are, are sent. But, you know, there's a lot that could be said about Dominicans in the new world, you know, and a lot of um, Dominicans coming mostly from Spain, because this would have been, you know, during the time of Spanish colonization. So like in Peru, you have um, St. Martin, St. Juan Macias, St. Rose of Lima. Uh, but then you also had, you know, they're not canonized saints, but uh, Antonio de Montesinos and Bartolome de las Casas. Now, they were close up toward Mexico, but they were during this time of the Spanish colonization and preaching against the atrocities that were done to the native peoples. Mm. And so, you know, again, there could be, there's there's a whole other studies of Dominicans in the New World, yeah. you know, that uh, when we look at the, at the history of the order and the lives of Dominican saints, and I think these examples of St. Martin and St. Rose and St. Juan you know, they show that, Again, the Dominicans are not a European order; they're an international order. The order spreads, you know, from uh, from that humble founding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Saint Rose was the first person born in the Western Hemisphere to be canonized a saint. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think up at the Josephinum too, they have the Saint Rose Chapel uh, behind the Saint Terribius Chapel. Uh, so, and part of that was because she knew Saint Terribius; he was the bishop there in Peru. Now, he wasn't a Dominican. Uh, but that was part of the, the reasoning over up at our seminary here in Columbus, why mm-hmm. they named the little chapel off the side of the, the main chapel in honor of St. Rose. And we should honor our Dominican sisters here. That's right. I think we have four communities. If So we have the um, the cloistered Dominicans. No, there's not, there, um, there's not a cloistered monastery. No. Uh, but we have, th- uh, the th- what, three active? Right, we have the, the Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, teach right. at St. Michael's, Michael's, our Sisters of the Immaculate Conception province, right. mm-hmm. t- uh, mm-hmm. work in a number of different places, and then the Dominican mm-hmm. Sisters of Peace. That's right. right. Their mother house here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have some cloister Dominican nuns here. They tried to make a go of it. It, it, it didn't work out at this that point. That was all during, yeah, I mean, COVID hit. I, I yeah. know Father Stephen Dominic was uh, spent time with right. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we, we I would personally love to have closer Dominicans right. <laughs> back here, maybe sometime in the future. But the, those sisters, in the they kind of went to strengthen other 
communities of Dominican cloister nuns elsewhere in the Great. province. Yeah. And what an impact they've had on our community mm-hmm. in, in all their uh, apostolates. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Right. And I think with St. Rose, too, you know, just one more thing with her looking at how she wanted, even though she was graced with a lot of physical beauty, but she wanted the focus to be on that inner beauty. And how great a lesson that is today when we think about the child in the womb, you know, who this this amendment, uh, if it were passed, you know, how would be the child in the womb is threatened because we as a culture have failed to see that great beauty, this mm. beauty of life uh, in the womb. So I think we can turn to St. Rose as a patron to help us see, uh, to see the unexpected, to see where God, you know, how God, the author of all good, of all things, you know, the, the master artist mm-hmm. and the great beauty uh, that he has made in the gift of human life. Let's go to the blessed on our list. Blessed, is it Bartolo? Bartolo Longo. Yeah, a convert from Satanism. That's right. There's yeah, a story, story there. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a more recent uh, Dominican blessed from the 19th century, you know, and an Italian uh, from the city of Pompeii. And, uh, right, right. He was born to a devout Catholic family, but he grew up in a tumultuous time, a culture where a wave of secularism was was passing through. Garibaldi was trying to abolish the papal states. Um, does that sound familiar to anyone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is late 19th century, it's the middle of the or, 19th okay, century. Middle. Okay, yeah, and uh, he got he went to college and he he got kind of swept up in that current in that secular current. And he while he was born into a devout family, he really began to see you know the Pope you know, priests, the church, and especially the Dominicans as enemies. You know, mm-hmm. these are the people we're fighting against. These are the people getting in the way of, of progress. Um, so he, he fell in into that current, and then he began to visit some of the mediums of, of his part of Italy, uh, and that's how he started getting involved in the occult. Um, and eventually he he became a priest in, in, in the Satanic Church, wow. uh, gave his soul to a demon, and, and was that way for it for a, a while, um, but it was taking a huge toll physically and psychologically on him until there was a Catholic professor in the midst of all these other professors that were, you know, anti-church, who was a good Catholic, and he he, he took um, young Bartolo aside and he says, look at what this is doing to you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to end your life in an insane asylum? Mm-hmm. And something about that sparked a change in him, and he mm-hmm. began, um, you know, through the encouragement of the professor and with some other Catholic friends, you know, to, to come around again and realize that he needed to repent. So finally, he uh, he came to a Dominican priest and went to confession and was absolved. Um, and what was interesting is that he uh, he still was was really worried. He says, "Well, how could God ever forgive me for all that I've done?" You know. And then he remembered hearing someone had said that there's a promise of Our Lady that anyone who who promotes and propagates my my rosary will be saved. So he found, well, this is my vocation. I need to pro- propagate the rosary. So he did a lot. He, he wrote about the rosary. He would, he would go back to the same places where Satan is gathered. He would hold about the rosary and talk to them about how this was, you know, the right way. And um, one thing that I found, I, I only just found this out recently, but he actually was one of the uh, origins of the luminous mysteries of the rosary. He oh. had among his writings about the rosary, he wrote about how it would be good if there were mysteries during about the Lord's public ministry. Wow. And John Paul II apparently 
drawing partly upon those writings helped, um, you know, propose the luminous mysteries of the mm-hmm. rosary. So, so if you pray the luminous mysteries, mm-hmm. there's very interesting blessed, um, who had a hand in that. And he was, uh, known then for, if anybody's no, familiar with the devotion to our lady of Pompeii mm-hmm. in Italy, that is really a newer or a renewed version of devotion to our lady of the rosary, uh, because blessed Bartolo was then responsible for building this great basilica in Pompeii. You know, Pompeii never really recovered from the volcano <laughs> centuries ago. You know, it was kind of still always seen as this backwater city, just kind of depressed city. And so that was part of this inspiration after Blessed Bartolo's conversion is let's build this great church here, you know, to the honor of Our Lady of the Rosary. And so uh, Our Lady of Pompeii is, you know, a, an updated, you know, renewed uh, devotion to Our Lady of the Rosary, you know, for our own time. And isn't that just such a beautiful story of the Lord's mercy and redemption? Mm-hmm. Well, like from Satanism to promoting the rosary to ble- now blessed, mm-hmm. just a total turnaround. Yeah. And it, it makes me think of, you know, people who just feel like, oh, I've, I've done so much and God would never forgive me. Well, this is a great example that he does forgive and he changes mm-hmm. lives around mm-hmm. so that there's always hope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some of us sit from the most unexpected places. Mm-hmm. You see this again and again in history, and especially in the history of the church. Some of the most unexpected people end up being the some of the greatest the greatest examples of holiness and leading others toward God. Yeah. Well, we have just about ten minutes left. Let's talk about Saint Margaret of Castello. Yes. Uh, A great saint for pro life. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, she, uh, many saints who have been around a long time, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, how well they're known ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret was, was very well loved during her own, um, during her lifetime so much so that the, uh, um, when, when she, since she was a, a lay Dominican tertiary, when she was being, after she had died and was being carried to her funeral, there's a beautiful story about, um, how the Dominican pallbearers, you know, came to the church and they started heading toward the seminary, to the cemetery, cemetery. Uh, but the people said, no, no, don't bury in the cemetery, bury her in the church. She's a saint. She's a saint. She should be buried in the church. And the Dominicans being very, you know, careful theologians, you know, uh, said, well, yes, of course she's very holy, but we can't, you know, we can't jump the gun on the church's judgment. You know, we have to wait. And the people are like, no, 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 she's a saint. You know, so this big argument, this big row breaks out right in the funeral procession. So they set her down on the on, on the ground. She was just on a little stretcher. And while they have this argument out, you know, uh, and meanwhile, this couple comes with their little daughter. Uh, they had been, they had traveled from a distance and were hoping to come bring their daughter for Margaret to pray over her, but they arrived too late. So mm-hmm. it seemed. Um, but meanwhile, that kind of quieted down the argument. People said, let these people through, let them through, you know, let them bring at least, you know, their little daughter to Margaret's, you know, to Margaret's body. And this little girl had never been able to walk or talk. She was mute and, and unable to walk. And so they, they set her down and, um, numerous witnesses said they saw, even though Margaret was dead, they saw her hand move over, touch the little girl's head and the little girl was healed. She jumped up and said, Margaret has healed me. She could walk and she could talk. So I think then 
the Dominicans, with all their theological distinctions, <laughs> uh, had to give in <laughs> yeah. and bring her into the church. You know, so 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 during her lifetime, even after her death, she was very very popular and very. So well she known. gets her first miracle like the day of your funeral, <laughs> yeah. and then seven hundred years, years later, she That's gets right. canonized. Okay. That's right. So, but so yes, um, Saint Robert Bellarmine, many years later, right around sixteen hundred. Uh, was the bishop of of that part of Italy, and and he actually argued for her beatification. So she became a blessed years mm. later, um, through the help of of Saint Robert Bellarmine. Um, uh, but then she, her her popularity kind of waned again. But in the in the 1950s, one of our Eastern Province Dominicans and historian Father William Bonniewell wrote a book about Margaret. They became pretty popular, and people started to read about it. Um, but then then fast forward to the 1970s when Roe versus Wade was being considered and was finally adopted by uh, by the Supreme Court at that time, um, uh, you know, the pro-life movement was beginning, you know, March, the March for Life started in Washington, and uh, there were some cloister Dominican nuns in Summit, New Jersey, who had always had a devotion to Margaret, and there was a visiting Dominican priest who was preaching to them, and they said to this priest, you know, we think Margaret would be a great patroness for the pro-life movement, you know, because think about her. She was born blind and, you know, very short of stature, a curved spine, one leg longer than the other. She's just the kind of person that would be unwanted, you know, mm-hmm. if her parents had known about her handicaps before she was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she and, and be, uh, yet she had such cheerfulness, you know, she was such a blessing, even though she seemed to be a burden to her parents. Um, and the priest said, that's a great idea. So he began to talk about that to people in the Catholic pro-life movement. And so she became known in the Catholic pro-life movement as kind of the patroness of the unborn. In the United States, that began to uh, make her well-known again. Um, so, so and, uh, and, and as I was gathering testimony for her canonization, um, I, I talked to different people, including uh, there's a sister who took, who's one of the Sisters of Life. You know, they were founded especially for, to promote human life. And this sister, one of her names is Margaret. I think she took her religious name after St. Margaret of Castello. And, and she was telling me that Margaret just has also been very helpful in, in a post-abortion healing ministry. One of the things the Sisters of Life do is they, in addition to trying to helping moms to, you know, to choose life, you know, you know women who have had abortions, they, they have a healing ministry. They try to encourage these women to ask for, for forgiveness. And, uh, and they said that they were praying one time with, with a woman who had had an abortion and and, and Margaret, in the words of the sister, just kind of showed up. They said, wait, she's the perfect saint, you know, for mercy, because her parents had kind of abandoned her when she wasn't healed um, at this church in Costello. Um, and and yet Margaret forgave them. In fact, Margaret would never let anyone speak ill of her parents at all in her presence the rest of her life. She forgave wow. them and wouldn't let anyone else speak against her parents, even though they had abandoned her and never said goodbye. So they thought she's a great saint also for, for healing. And we have her shrine, yes, right here in Columbus at St. Right. Patrick's. Is it uh, considered a national? Uh, not shrine? yet. No, it's a diocese. <laughs> Another right seven hundred years. It was a par- <laughs> it was a parish shrine as uh, until uh, October thirty first, twenty twenty one. Okay, and then that's when Bishop Brennan. One of the last things he did, yeah. while he was still here in Columbus, that. he elevated it to a diocesan shrine. Good. Okay. Right. right. So uh, we're hoping someday to become a national shrine. Um, we need visitors from out of state yeah, but one to thing sign we the have, book. Yeah, we have a guest book there. We have a guest book there. I mean, one if to become a national shrine of a saint, um, it has to be approved by the U.S. Council of Bishops. And one thing you need is to show that 
people are coming to visit, not just from mm. the local area, but from, from beyond the local area. So we put a guest book out. It's amazing. You'll see people from different states outside of sometimes other countries. Outstanding. Come. Yeah. So, so we're hoping to, cause I, I, she's just such a great, you know, I'm biased of course, but I think she's <laughs> such a great, she's such a great example of someone who, you know, everything would point in her life is, is a reason to be, to be discouraged or depressed or even just bitter, but she just wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, nothing could like over. And you see in a way back to St. Dominic, Dominic had that sense of joy, that passion for souls, that love for people, um, wanting, wanting them to find perfect joy. Uh, and we see that in Margaret, you know, Margaret was attracted to, to a group of lay women Dominicans and, and she really had Dominic's joy, that, that cheerfulness, um, that passion for souls that, that led her even in her own short lifetime to be regarded as a great friend of the people of God. Does, does St. Patrick's have a, a relic for veneration? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We, we, in addition to a, a small relic of, of one of her bones, we actually have a relic of, of her heart, some of her heart tissue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing, she's one of the incorruptible saints. Um, some saints after they die, their bodies, um, don't, don't really fully, you know, decompose mm-hmm. like you would, like we would normally expect. So if you go to Castello, to the Church of St. San Domenico in Città di Castello, uh, there, there's her body right under the altar behind glass, you know? Uh, she, I mean, if you know the corruptible saints, there's different degrees. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, she's, been, she's been dead for 700 years, but you can still see her face and recognize her features. And, Does yeah. St. Patrick's have a public devotion then? Yes, every Wednesday mm-hmm. after both of our parish masses, after the 7 a.m. mass, and the 1145 Mass mass concludes, and then we do the Novena Prayer to St. Margaret, and then the faithful can come forward to venerate that relic. That's we keep it under, beautiful. We keep it under you know, a glass case other days of the week, but Wednesdays the relic's available for public veneration. So if you're able to come downtown on Wednesdays for Mass, come to venerate the relic, and then... And if you have visitors from out of state, you know, Bring coming them, to Columbus, get them come to sign the book. So that's after, on every Wednesday, every Wednesday after the seven o'clock mass and after the eleven forty-five. Good. And while you're there, stay for confession. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah, let's ask uh, our Dominican saints to uh, to pray for us and with us today, mm-hmm. especially on on this election day. There's some uh, uh, wonderful. No, no surprise. Some fantastic pro-life Dominican right. uh, patrons here, so that we can turn to. So, Father Stephen, oh, go ahead. Well, Amanda. I also wanted to remind our friends that we'll be praying the Rosary two yes. other times today. So today, following the twelve o five Mass, we'll pray the Rosary again. Father will lead that mm-hmm. after he does the Mass, yep. and then immediately after the three p.m. Divine Mercy Chaplet. Again, our team will pray here to pray for the intention of the defeat of issue one. So yeah. please join us again. And voting is open until 730 this evening. So yeah. make sure you get out and vote. Father Stephen, Father Paul, awesome to have you with us today. Thank you. Thanks. I learned. So great to be I made here. some new friends today. There yeah. You go. yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow.